the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Welcome in. It's better. See, radio only works if you hit the right button. That's something I've learned over these 12 years of being here. You can think about it all you want, Christy, but if you don't actually hit the button, it doesn't really work. You made me nervous there. Mm, yeah, I understand. That's why I'm here. Just to kind of, you know, make your life a little more uncertain. Thanks. Got a little jolt. <laughs> I'm Kathy Evans from the Word of M Studios. Happy to be with you today. Uh, my honor partner, John Hall, taking a day off, still living his best life at the beach. Uh, I am here alone, but not alone, because uh, my producer, Christy Stockdale, in the other room, on the other side of the glass, I wave to you now. Hello. Oh, look. She waves back. Um, we have a great show uh, that's going to unfold around us in just a couple minutes. Uh, before we do that, though, I want to let you know that it's going to be a big night here um, in Pittsburgh because uh, Joe Sweeney is going to be at an event this evening, Christ Church at Grove Farm. Um, I'm going to be emceeing this event along with John Steigerwald, and um, we've been talking about it a lot here on the station. So I don't want to go into too much detail because you've probably heard it before, but let me just say that uh, Joe Sweeney is an independent contractor who spent probably the majority of the last six years of his life living in Afghanistan. And he's just been back maybe two weeks and has probably the best perspective of anyone I've heard um, speak about what's going on in Afghanistan simply because he's not constrained by politics. He's not trying to run for office. He's just trying to do his very best for the people of Afghanistan. And he's just back. Joe Sweeney has been on our show. He spent um, a whole hour with me a couple days ago, and he was with us a couple weeks ago. And I know a lot of people were really interested in what he had to say about Afghanistan, about what he says about what's happening on the ground now, what we can do in the future. And so we've decided to have an evening with Joe Sweeney tonight. Um, listen, we've just opened up some more tickets for tonight because they've sold so well. Uh, Christchurch at Grove Farm tonight. The event starts at 7 o'clock with hors d'oeuvres. We'll get underway with the program at 8 o'clock, and there's going to be a time for you guys to ask whatever questions you want to of Joe. Uh, it's a terrific opportunity for you if you have a, a passion for the people of Afghanistan, if you're interested in, in kind of the um, politics of how this all has unfolded or um, what's happened on the ground as far as people who've been there as, as contractors, especially over the last decade, not just in the last, you know, six weeks. Uh, this is a, a great opportunity, really, for you to come and have your questions answered. So uh, that's tonight, 7 o'clock, Christchurch at Grove Farm. We'll get underway at, um, no, I'm sorry, I'm saying the wrong thing. The event starts at 7, but the doors open at 6. 6 o'clock, yeah. 
I'll be there to take your ticket. Will you? I didn't yes. know that. Yes, I will. You can meet produ- producer Christy Stockdale. That is worth going. I mean, for crying out loud, you guys. That's terrific. Anyway, the event starts at 6 o'clock. We will get underway with the actual programming at 7 o'clock. That is how it's going to work. So um, if you have not purchased your tickets at wordfm.com, don't worry because you can show up tonight. We've opened up more tickets. You can show up tonight at the venue and buy your seat at the door. All right. Okay. Before we get into any of that, I also want to say that coming up this hour, my good friend John Kolb, four-time Steelers Super Bowl winner and good friend of Tunch Oaken is going to join me on the air and we're going to spend the next hour remembering our friend Tunch. So if you were a personal friend of Tunch's, if you played with him, um, if you worked with him at Light of Life, if you worked with him in broadcasting or at the Bible Chapel, or you just ran into him on the street, or maybe you've never run into him, but you just love to listen to his voice all these years, um, we're going to remember Tunch over the next hour. So please stay where you are. Really looking forward to having John Kolb with me. But before we do any of that, Christy, I do believe it's time. First of all, I should tell people, your weekend has begun. And then we should do, Christy, the top four at four. Look at she hit that button just the way she was supposed to. Good job. For Friday, September 17th. Is that right? We're almost out of summer. I can't believe that. 2021. Number one. Today, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas criticized some in the judiciary for veering into the role of legislators and politicians, saying it's not for judges to make policy or to base decisions on their personal feelings or religious beliefs. According to CBS News, other justices on the court have also recently made remarks about the court and politics. Justice Amy Coney Barrett, nominated by former President Trump, recently told an audience that her goal is to, quote, convince you that this court is not comprised of a bunch of partisan hacks. Justice Stephen Breyer, nominated by former President Clinton, recently told The Washington Post that even if many Americans disagree with the court's opinions, quote, internally, you must feel that this is not a political institution. In an address at the University of Notre Dame, Clarence Thomas, the longest serving justice, in part blamed judges who are, quote, venturing into areas we shouldn't have entered into for contentiousness in the nomination process, particularly in the nomination of federal judges who receive lifetime appointments. Quote, the court was thought to be the least dangerous branch, and we may have become the most dangerous branch, Thomas said, and I think that's problematic. Number two. Thousands of migrants were crowded under a bridge outside the border community of Del Rio, Texas yesterday and today, part of a massive surge in migration across the Rio Grande this week that has overwhelmed the authorities and caused significant delays in processing the arrivals. The New York Times reports that more than 9,000 9,000 migrants, mostly from Haiti, were being held in a temporary staging area under the Del Rio International Bridge as agents worked as quickly as they could to process them. The temporary temporary camp has grown with staggering speed in recent days from just a few hundred people earlier in the week. The authorities and city officials said they expected thousands more to cross the ankle-deep river between Mexico and Del Rio in coming days. The southwest border has been inundated in recent months with a surge in unauthorized crossings not seen in more than two decades. More than 200,000 people crossed last month, bringing the total this fiscal year to more than one and a half million. Number three. As fire and ash spread through Sequoia National Park, fire-resistant aluminum blankets have been wrapped around endangered giant sequoias, including the world's largest tree, General Sherman. 
According to USA Today, the U.S. National Park Service has closed Sequoia National Park after a pair of lightning-sparked wildfires collectively known as the KNP Complex. In California, Sierra Nevadas threatened the area that includes some of Earth's oldest trees. National Park Service fire spokesperson Rebecca Patterson said that the aluminum blankets can withstand heat and flames for short periods of time and have been proven to protect homes and trees in the past. The General Sherman tree, it stands 275 feet tall and is over 36 feet in diameter at its base. Giant sequoias have adapted, have adapted to fire and even rely on the heat from fires to release seeds from cones. The hope is that the General Sherman tree and others emerge unscathed from the KNP complex. And number four, this week, Las Vegas Raider quarterback Derek Carr, Las Vegas Raiders. It still sounds wrong. Anyway, he committed what is deemed to be a mortal sin in western Pennsylvania. He questioned the legitimacy of Franco Harris' immaculate reception touchdown to beat the hated Raiders during the 1972 playoffs at Three River Stadium. Tim Benz writes in today's trip that Derek Carr grew up in a Raiders fan household and rooted for the team he now quarterbacks. So even though he was born 19 years after the play, he's particularly sensitive about it. And he's a Raider, and he can't help it. Anyway, that was evident during a Wednesday press conference when a reporter asked Carr about his personal connection to the history of the Steelers-Raiders rivalry. The reporter mentioned the Immaculate Reception, and Carr jumped in and said, that ball touched the ground. Well, now, come on. I mean, everybody knows that's crazy, right? Everybody who's not a Raider fan. And, of course, it never was about the ball hitting the ground. It was about if Jack Tatum or Frenchie Fuqua touched the, first pa or touched the pass first before Franco. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was adjudicated like 49 years ago. Raiders. Raider fans. Steelers take on the Raiders 1 p.m. on Sunday. And that is your top four at four. I mean, if there's a group, of, if there's a team that just is on my hate list, it's got to be the Raiders. Good night. And they haven't changed much. All right. We're going to step away. When we come back, my good friend John Cole will be on the program. We spend the next hour remembering our good friend, Tunchilkin. That's next. Friday edition. Right home. W-O-R-D. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New, new, new music. New music from Micah Tyler, Walking Free. On Our Way by Mercy Me. Yeah, we're on our way. And promises from Maverick City Music. Best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 121321. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your 
your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. When it comes to your child's education, consistency is key. And in a world that's been anything but, parents have found an unshakable educational partner in Eden Christian Academy where students experience an engaging, rock-solid Christian education at each of their three North Hills campuses, enabling them to thrive academically, spiritually, and socially. Schedule a personal tour today and see what a consistent, quality pre-K through 12th grade education can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Hi, I'm Robert Jeffress. Sometimes our emotions are like massive mountains that stand in our way. Obstacles like doubt, bitterness, or fear keep us from enjoying a peaceful life of courage. In my brand new book called Invincible, I want to show you how to overcome barriers like guilt, loneliness, grief, anxiety, and more. Whatever barrier stands in your way, rest assured, with God's help, you are invincible. The Lighthouse Foundation's Soaring for Hope Annual Gala is their largest fundraiser of the year. Just by attending, you'll be making a difference in the lives of those facing homelessness, in need of financial assistance, transportation, hunger, and more, who are quietly, often anonymously, looking for help. Enjoy the basket raffle, silent auction, dinner, possibly win $1,000, or a trip to Hawaii. It's all happening at the Butler Country Club September 24th. To attend, RSVP now at thelighthousepa.org. Tunchilkin, he was unique. Since his passing on September 4th at age 63, I mean, there have been articles written, there have been statements made, uh, tweets have been tweeted, photos posted. I mean, it's one beautiful account after another of Tunch giving his time to somebody or stopping to pray with someone or making somebody laugh. Just one story after another. So why was he unique? I mean, some things come to mind. First off, football wasn't what he was about. At his funeral, you know, very little was made of his football career. And that's funny because, you know, Tunch played 13 years in the NFL. He was a two-time pro bowler. He was a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers all-time team. He was a VP of the NFL Players Association. Plus, we all know he was a radio and TV football commentator for the Steelers for more than a couple decades. But in spite of all of that, football wasn't the focus of his life. So what was? Well, to talk about Tunch as a teammate, as a friend, as a co-laborer in the gospel, I've invited uh, John Kolb to be on the program with me today. John, uh, I've known John a long time, and uh, he's a terrific guy, a former Pittsburgh Steeler, a Super Bowl champ who played as an all-pro offensive lineman for 13 seasons. John protected quarterback Terry Bradshaw's blind side from his left tackle position and along the way earned four Lombardi trophies. After his retirement, John worked as a defensive line and a strength and conditioning coach for the Steelers, also an occasional strongman competitor in some of the world's strongest man contests. John's also the founder of ATP, which is Adventures in Training with a Purpose, which we'll talk about before our conversation ends. But right now, let me welcome him in. John, great to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to um, uh, talk about your um my friend, everybody knew Tunch, uh, even if you had never met him, you, you knew him. So, it's, you know, it is, uh, it is, I don't know, 
uh, honor. I guess that's the word I'm fishing for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's an honor. It yeah. is. Okay, John, let's start at when things started for you and Tunch. Um, how, when did you meet? What was that like? <laughs> you know, I wish uh, now sometimes, uh, I don't know if they record uh, things, but um, we did a lot of men's ministry things together. And Tunch would always, he would talk about that. But, you know, we, if you're, you've got to, uh, what's the word? You've got to um, expand the story a little bit. It's like fishing or something. You know, if you catch a two-pound by the bass, by the time you get it home, it's four pounds. <laughs> but uh, I was 10 years older than Tunch. So when he came in, uh to the league, I, it would have been my 11th year. So we got to play, which which would have been my 11th, 12th, 13th year together. Okay. And so I think a lot of times people get the vision of when somebody new comes in that might take your place, you know, you're not wanting to help them. But that's not the way it happens in Pittsburgh. Uh, when I came into the league, there were people that would call you aside and say, look, I was watching you do this and and your, your footwork. If you just if you just focus on uh, keeping the inside of your leg aligned with the opponent's inside leg on that pass protection on that play, you're going to be set. They just give you a little. And so, by the time I'd been in the league ten years, and Tunch comes along, you, you see somebody that um, has that personality. And I think for him. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think coming to Christ, one of the things that's, that's really pretty cool is God doesn't change your DNA. Yeah. So Tunch was born in Turkey. He was raised as a, as a Muslim. And, uh, and, and so he was intensely Muslim uh, when he came. And that's kind of cool, you know. And so when he came to Christ, he brought that same Turkish intensity. Uh, and so... When so now we're trying to learn to pass protect, but he didn't have the technique, and and uh, and so actually he perfected it so well. We're, we we called it the Tunch Punch, and the last few months of his life, he would come over to our facility, and we have an underwater treadmill, and he would get in that and run, and just automatically he would start punching the side of the treadmill, uh, the side of the wall of the thing, you know. And nobody else does that, but he, you know, he still has that DNA. So we're going to call that. We're we're making a sign that says the punch, 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 treadmill. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> oh, it. Over that. So he came in and uh, and just uh, we start, you know, we started working together and doing things, and then invited him to the Bible study. And I, I, uh, I kind of, I don't know, I kind of like. Uh, because he was so eager to learn. And Mike Webster spent some time with him. And then he started coming to Bible studies. And then he gave his life to Christ. And when he did, it was a, if you can jump up in the air and turn 180 and come down, the other, it was uh, 180, but he was still going the same speed, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I think that's why people are attracted. One of the highlights of the funeral uh, and it took me a while to say highlight, but his his wife Karen was talking, and and people she said people would say so what religion are you and he would say Jesus, yeah. and they go no what religion are you and he go Jesus, 
And, you know, they were looking for Methodist or Presbyterian. And they said, you know, what religion? He'd say, Jesus. And I thought about that a hundred times <clears throat> since the funeral. And that's one of the things that has changed me in the last week. I will never say, when somebody says, where do you go to church? I'm just going to say, Jesus. What religion are you? <laughs> Jesus. I, I'm struggling right now. I have, you know, if you're in the NFL and you're a white man, you're a minority. And even when I played, we were a minority. And my roommates for uh, uh, was Sam Davis, a black man, mm-hmm. while I was playing. The last two years, for some reason, they penalized me. I, I roomed with Terry Bradshaw. Oh, so, no. <laughs> you know, I was supposed to take care of him. But then for doing that, they rewarded me with uh, uh, Tony Dungy, who was – okay. So, <laughs> so, he seems like kind of – yeah, he's kind of mild-mannered. We can – Take him yeah, right. he really is. But some of my, probably my very best friend was Larry, uh, Larry Brown. And so they're bringing me books now on what's going on, some of this stuff that we see in the news, you know. And and I, and I, I'm, the more I read their stuff, the more I want to go, Jesus. <laughs> you know, I, 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 there's the answer, you know, that uh, to all the, you know, we're, we're, it's not, uh, some theology. It's just if we if we follow what he taught. Back to the subject. That's what Tunch did. Yeah. That's what he. That's what he followed. John Kolb yeah. is with me, former Pittsburgh Steeler, Super Bowl champ, played as an All Pro offensive lineman thirteen seasons uh, before he became an assistant coach for the Steelers. Um, John, talk about the culture of the team in those early days. You'd been there a decade already, or a decade plus, when Tunch came in. Um, you said you invited him to a Bible study. Was that something that was just you know regularly happening? It was, and and I, I'm I'm glad you asked that question because I love to talk about it. The you, the guys, John Stallworth, Tony Dungy, uh, Terry. I just mentioned mm-hmm. Terry, uh, uh, Benny Cunningham. Uh, we had uh, we had some guys that just really, uh, uh, Donnie Shell. My goodness, uh, he was uh, he, he was such an on fire believer. And and the thing that these guys did is, I remember Donnie would uh, have Bible studies in the morning before practice, and seven o'clock he'd knock on my door, and say, "Oh, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're up. So as long as you're up, I'm having a Bible study down in my room." Well, I wasn't. I just had to get up to answer the door, and so we'd go down to his room, and typically Donnie would start off, and he would go. Hey, I was reading the Bible last night, and this just popped out at me. And he would talk about something that he had just read, and uh, and then it was it was like he'd been to seminary or something. And I used to pray, Lord, could something just pop out at me sometime, like <laughs> it does with Donnie? What was so you had something to say? Kind of, yeah, because he, you know, he was he was just so on fire for Christ and constantly. Reading, I'll tell you, and and God did pop something out for me. Um, I was uh, one of the struggles I had last week with with uh, um, Tunch's uh, death was uh, just the. Uh, I was angry at first, and and not very nice angry. Somebody said, "Well, he's in a better place," and it made me mad. I said, "Where's he at? Disney World?" Uh, so that wasn't a very Christian response. But no, he's he's with Jesus, but his two sons and his daughter and his wife are here alone, and I'm 
watching my wife take dinner to them and I'm looking at, and there's, you know, they're, they're missing their dad and their, their, their husband. And I was, uh, I was angry and not angry at God, but I was just angry because we had been praying, you know, and I thought we were, you know, in faith that, you know, Hezekiah, remember? Yeah. Then he was going to die. And God, and so they, you know, they prayed and God said, okay, you get 10 more years. And so we were, we were voicing that we're praying the Hezekiah prayer. Lord, could we have, could 10 more years. Punch have 10 more years with us. And, and we were praying in faith. James says, pray in faith. Don't be like the, you know, wind blowing both directions. And so mentally, I wasn't ready for that. I, I'm just, uh, not so, you know, some of this, I, you know, I think, okay, I should be more mature. No, you should I be honest. You should, no, we want you to be yeah. honest. We need to be honest with each so other. I, uh, yeah. And, and, and so, uh, so what I was starting to relate then, the thing that got me out of the hole literally was, uh, we were carrying the, the casket to the grave site. And I'm claustrophobic, yeah. and and so I don't like tight places. If I'm on an elevator and poor people get on, I get off because I don't feel comfortable with that. And so, um, so we turned and we're over the grave, and I'm thinking, don't look down, don't look down. And but I looked down, and that hole wasn't uh, six feet deep. It looked like it was fifty feet deep. And I just started getting this, this claustrophobic. And that was, that was the low point of this whole thing. And, and then I, uh, I got in the car, we left, and I just sat there. We went back to the church, and it wasn't too happy. And, I, and so I went back to work. And uh, so God, uh, um, I, this is what... Uh, the Donnie shell, this is what popped out yeah. at me. Uh, and God answered the prayer. And I won't go through the whole thing, but if any, you know, if anybody, people that are listening, um, this is what I felt like uh, popped out at yeah. me. So no. in first Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter 15, excuse me, 15, verse 15. And to pair, and going on to 55, 56, but it's talking about the perishable doesn't inherit the imperishable. And he says, I'll tell you a mystery in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, the last trumpet punch is coming out of that grave, just like a volcano. I'm giving you my paraphrase. And I got to climb Mount Kilimanjaro uh, a few months ago. And it's the highest, it's 19,000 plus, and it's the highest volcano in the world. And, and as I was thinking about that, I thought, you know what? doesn't matter if they bury you at the bottom of that mm -hmm. volcano. When Jesus Christ comes with the twinkling of eye, the dead in Christ are going to come out of there like a volcano. And to me, Christ in the sky and be reunited with our, you know, with our spirit. The body says, the Bible says to be absent from the Lord, uh, from our bodies to be present with the Lord. That was my, Kathy, that was my, um, 
um, that, was your, that was your Donnie Shell moment. Out. Yeah, that was my Donnie Shell moment, yeah. and uh, and it's just uh, um, yeah. I uh, and uh, had, there was a, one of our board members had a funeral yesterday, and again, I, I watched the family, and I had that sadness. But I know Scott, my friend, that we were at his funeral yesterday. And um, they're, if, if Jesus comes tomorrow, they're going to pop up and be with Christ before we are. That's what it says there. And, and then it, it goes on to say, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, mm-hmm. where is your sting? And, and so that's, that's just an awesome verse. So anybody that's struggling with a loss of a loved one, um, that's the Donnie Shell verse for, for me, I think, in this situation. That's John Kolb. John's a former Pittsburgh Steeler and a Super Bowl champ, and uh, very grateful that he's joining me in this hour of the ride home to remember our friend Tunchilkin. There's much more to come. We'll continue our conversation with John next. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Due to the volatility in the geopolitical landscape and impacts of COVID variants, it's virtually impossible to guess what the market will do next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Want to see the next big stock market moves in advance? Text the word money to 813-813 to learn how our AI analyzes over 1 million data points per day. Text the word money to 813-813 so you can learn how to predict stock market trends up to three days ahead with incredible accuracy. Whether you're trading stocks, options, forex, futures, or crypto, Vantage Point's patented artificial intelligence can give you a massive edge. Text money to 813-813 to find out how to protect your capital and maximize gains. Text the word money to 813-813 and time your entries and exits to perfection. Don't wait. Text money to 813-813 now. By texting in, you consent to receive calls, voice, and text messages using automated technology regarding offers by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Pumpkins, 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 and more pumpkins. Pumpkins are what the Springhouse is thinking about this time of year. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and we love sharing our farm with you during this beautiful time of year. We've got all kinds of fun planned for you and your family to be able to spend the whole day on our farm. Pumpkin patch hay rides, a petting zoo, giant square bale stack and pipes for sliding, a hay maze and a corn maze, pumpkin picking right out of the field, old time games under a tent up on the hill, and lots more. And when you get hungry, of course we have great eats inside too, with lots of pumpkin creations. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, pumpkin custard, and even pumpkin black bean chili. Every October Saturday features a family-friendly meal, and October Sundays feature our 4-H hog roast with all the fixins. Plan to spend a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Don't let bees buzz off your customers. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. Your life. Your hopes. And whatever you were searching for at 1.15 a.m. 
It's really none of our business, and it shouldn't be anyone else's. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. It'll be warm with a low of 64. Partly sunny tomorrow, warm and humid. We'll see a thunder shower on the prowl. Expect a high of 81. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies, low 57. Sunday, sunshine and less humid. A nice wrap-up to the weekend. We'll see a high Sunday of 80. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. John Kolb earned four Super Bowl trophies playing offensive line for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm happy he's on the show today. We're remembering our good friend Tunch Ilkin, uh, who passed away uh, September 4th at age 63. Uh, John, before you came in, I don't know if you heard me or not, but I was talking about being at his funeral last week. And one of the things that was uh, that I, everyone there, I'm sure, picked up on is the fact that football wasn't the center of his life. I mean, in spite of his, you know, uh, illustrious career, um, in spite of all the years he spent in that world, it wasn't what he was about. Um, you want to comment on that? I thought a lot about that. I guess I keep coming back to the Donnie Shell things. Um, during this time that he was sick, uh, and uh, um, I, one of my favorite, I guess, I don't know, in terms of um, just coming to understanding for me as a man, mm-hmm. uh, is the story of David's mighty men. And, and so we, when we look at that, it starts out, and it names the first guy. I think his name is Joshebeshev. Well, I know it is, but I just don't say it right. Joshebeshev. And he kills 800 people yeah. in battle. And then being a guy, you know, even even at my age, I haven't played a lick of football in 40 years or 30 or whatever. But And then the next guy, Abishai, he kills 300 and keeps listing these guys uh, uh, that do Shema kills. He jumped, he, He's in the middle of all these bad guys, and it, and it says when the battle was over, they couldn't get the sword out of his hand. And then it comes down to Benaniah. And what did Benaniah do? Well, he kills two Egyptians, a Moabite, uh, two Moabites, Egyptian, and jumps in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. But it says that even though his deeds weren't as mighty as those other guys, it says this. It says he had a name. And and that is really, when we think about it, doesn't say he had a title, you know, like he's a doctor, professor, but he had a name. And so whether you're a man or a woman, you know, I think there's statements in the Bible that make a statement, but that but in the process, it's intended to ask a question: What's your name? Not what's your title, but what's your name? And and then it, when I get, when you go down to the end of the chapter, it comes down to a guy named Uriah the Hittite, and he's the last one named there. But he was one of David's mighty men. And and so when I, when I look at Uriah the Hittite, those other guys they're all pro, they're Hall of Fame, they're all the accolades. What about Uriah the Hittite? Well, his wife has an affair, mm-hmm. and to cover. 
they're trying to uh, they, they end up they they hatch this plan. We're going to put you at the middle and the heatest, hardest part of the battle, and then we're going to abandon you. And and I keep looking at and thinking about this guy that when he looked around and nobody else is, is there, what did he do? Did he just take a knee and give up or did he keep swinging? And the reason I believe he kept swinging is because even when they called him home and said, you can, you can go home to your wife, he didn't go in. He didn't, he didn't go, he stayed on the porch. I don't know if I'd have stayed on the porch, mm-hmm. uh, but this, he was, he, that's the kind of person he was. And so Uriah had a name. He, he was, and then I think the name doesn't come, our name doesn't come from the level of how many of, of victories that you have, all pro, all those kinds of things. I think our name comes from the level of obedience. And, and, and that's Uriah. That's where his name came from. He didn't do what those other people do. And, and that's helped me a lot as I thought about the last couple of weeks with, uh, with Tunch. Because, yeah, uh, you know, when you, when you play on a team, there's Terry Bradshaw, there's Lynn Swan, there's Franco, and all those guys. We're linemen. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, kind of the, we're kind of the guys that run down on the kickoffs, if you will. Right, right you're not and, in the spotlight. And, yeah, you're not. And, and so Tunch was that guy. That uh, and I want to be that guy. That have it's it's, uh, it's he, he was he was always focused on Christ. It was always an obedience to Christ for him, uh, and he brought that out uh, of other people and and being around him. He was the director of men's ministry at his church, and he impacted so many men. Uh, when our boys were growing up, up uh, that's one of the reasons, Kathy. I was having such a struggle because. Uh, first, all I could think of is, well, we're not going to climb mountains in Montana anymore. We're not climbing mountains in Colorado anymore. We're not climbing mountains in Canada. All the things that we've done together, we're not doing that. Uh, so I was looking at it from the kind of the um, the, the what, what I had lost. Right. What we're yeah. going to miss out on perspective. What we're going to miss out. Yeah. So anyway, um but then when I when when I begin to you know as you literally look at his life, one if I if I have a second, yeah, I, well you do. But hold on, I'm going to go to a commercial break, and then you're going to have a lot of seconds. Okay, so I'm just temporarily shutting John Cole down because there's a lot more to come. It's the Friday edition of the Ride Home, and we're remembering Tunchokin. Stay with us. WORD. Imagine what it was like in ancient Israel when every family who ignored God's command woke up to find their oldest child dead. What a horrific scene. This week on Through the Bible, we see a day of remembrance established for God's rescue from judgment and discover that He wasn't only teaching the Hebrews, but everyone who hears and believes His Word. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. 
When it comes to higher education, it's worth considering a Christian university or college, one that reaffirms students' faith instead of tearing it down. Research shows that students who attend a Christian college can become significantly more committed to their faith, and that's an important investment to make. You care about the type of people who are teaching the classes and about the content of the courses just as much as you do about the strength of the academics. It matters that Christian faith is supported and shared. Find out about many schools at once by attending the free Christian College Fair with representatives of colleges and universities from across North America. Start planning now. Take advantage of the opportunity to meet with representatives from top Christian colleges throughout the country. Learn about financial aid, scholarship opportunities, and more. Take your first step to a Christian college education at Orchard Hill Church in Wexford, Saturday, September 25th from 11 to 1. That's the Pittsburgh Christian College Fair, Saturday, September 25th at Orchard Hill Church in Wexford from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Thinking about life insurance? Did you know in just a few minutes you can find the best price from up to 10 price competitive companies for free? You can with SelectQuote. For example, George is 39. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $22 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. Social networks prove invaluable in emergency response when you're caught in a crisis and need to get the word out to everyone. The Christian Emergency Network can not only help you stay connected socially in times of crisis, but they can also help you connect before a crisis and have a response group ready to respond. Start the social network by completing the free readiness profile on ChristianEmergencyNetwork.org and then begin building your own social network for emergency response at ChristianEmergencyNetwork.org. Steeler offensive lineman, four-time Super Bowl champ, founder of ATP Adventures in Training with a Purpose. I've got John Kolb on the line with me this hour, remembering our friend Twinchokin. Before the break, John, we were talking about, you brought up the word obedience um, as a good description of what really was at the heart of who Tunch was. Now, you were going to tell a story. I had to cut you off because of uh, our commercial break, so hit it. Okay, thanks. Well, on Wednesday mornings at 7 o'clock for the last several months, uh, a group of men would gather, and, and they were kind of like a band of brothers, and they would walk along the uh, the uh, um, Mount Washington. Mount, Mount Washington, yes. And uh, and Scott Schubert, the chief of police, would show up. Was always there, and he liked to take pictures. And and so after Tunch's death, I started going through all these pictures of Tunch. And and the men with him, and 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 so what stuck out over and over again in all these pictures is is Tunch's face, uh, and it wasn't exactly the. I'm not talking about the face and recognition of who he was, as distinguished from somebody else. I'm talking about the way his face was set, mm. and 
and it was and and as I looked at it, and one of these pictures, that's what I would say. His face was set, and 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 I began to think about a couple of scriptures that I that there are scriptures that ask questions by making a statement, like Luke nine fifty one is talking is speaking of Jesus and said, from that time forward, his face was set resolutely to mm-hmm. go to Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in Isaiah, it says, I will set my face like flint, therefore I will not be ashamed. And so those are statements, but if you're a follower of Christ, as you read that, you have to ask yourself the question, so where's my face set? Yeah. And, and, and I've been doing that. And so if my face isn't set on Christ, I mean, that's what it's talking about. And, and so I remember the day that Tunch called me, to tell me he had uh, been just been diagnosed with uh, ALS, and uh, that is to this point that's a death sentence. And you know what he did? He, his response was to tell the doctor. Uh, you you heard this at the funeral. Yeah. Most people don't. To tell the doctor, well, I'll be praying for you, and I love you. I mean, that's his response. Uh, his face was set, and and that is just left a, uh, an, again, uh, an impression looking at those pictures that asked the question, John, where's your face set? And, uh, and, and not looking to the right or to the left. I used to sometimes example, um, Raleigh Dodge was one of the best offensive line coaches uh, Pittsburgh Steelers ever had. And he would uh, say to a uh, rookie sometimes, you look like a blind dog in a meat house. And and so what he meant was this, this rookie's pulling, and here comes the linebacker, and he's supposed to block him, and you've seen it. He, he runs by him, but he looks at him. And then the strong safety comes, and he looks at him, but he doesn't block him, but he just runs by him. And now the free safety comes over the top, and he doesn't block him either. But he looks at all these people, and so his head's on a swivel. He's not picking anybody out to block. And, uh, and Raleigh just had this way of kind of, the kid wanted to crawl in a hole, you know, when he would say, you look like a black in a meat house. And, and, that, and so sometimes as a Christian, I can look like a blind dog in a meat house. I'll just, I, I need to be doing this. I'll look at it, but I won't touch it. And then I need to help over here. And, and I look at it, but I will walk past it, you know. And, and I think what that's talking about is, in, in Romans and in First Corinthians, it talks about we've been given a gift. And, uh, and it says, you know, find out what your gift is and name some. There's gifts of teaching. There's gifts of help. There's gifts of encouragement. Uh, and Tunch knew what his gift was. I think so many Christians today, we don't know what our gift is. And, and, and so I think Tunch's message in his last few months, setting his face, Kind of is what's your gift? Find your gift, and then don't turn to the right or the left, but focus on that gift. And and he did that. Yeah, we're talking to John Kolb, a four-time Super Bowl champ for the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, and he was a good friend of and a faithful friend of Tunch's for a long, long time. Um, Tunch uh, or. Uh, John, as we remember Tunch, um, I know he'd probably hate all this. He'd be like, oh, for crying out loud, would you guys just get out and get to a thing and stop talking about me? Um, But I I agree with you that since uh, 
since his death and since his funeral, I have really looked at things differently and I have done things that I have never done before. And one of the things that was always inspiring to me about Tunch, but especially after he died, John, I heard so many people, especially so many media people, so many hardened sports journalists, you know who they are in this town, right? Who've done it for a hundred years and they're incredibly cynical. Um, And they had one beautiful story after another of Tunch stopping and saying, how can I pray for you? Or, Hey, I know what's going on in your, I know what's going on in your family. Let me pray for you. And for each one of those people, they all said the same thing. They said it wasn't weird. And for people who are outside the church, who look at Christians, they think Christians are, you know, completely whacked. There was something about Tunch that was so honest and forthright that when he said, let me pray with you right now, they were like, Okay, this is the real thing. So in our last couple of minutes together, we only have two or three. Talk about that. I mean, that that out of everything I knew about Tunch, that inspired me the most. Yeah, I uh, in a couple of minutes, I remember uh, a little boy, I was in the fourth grade. University of Oklahoma had won 47 football games in a row. And, and I was like, you know, man, I want to grow up and do that. And they asked the head coach, Bud Wilkinson, what's your definition of football? And he said, football is 40,000 people up in the stands uh, uh, desperately in need of exercise, watching 40 (laughs) young men on the field desperately in need of rest. And and as I grew up, and I began to think about the church, you know, and and as Christians, and what you're talking about is – uh, Tunch was one of those 40 young men down on the field, but he wasn't desperately in need of rest. He was, but he was, he was going it. 90 miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that topic that I was saying a while ago, where's your face set? Uh, I, there's, there's words going up again in Oklahoma that I, I never used to kind of scare me. I called them electrical words. You know, you got to be sanctified. You got to be, uh, set apart, and I didn't sanctify. Looks like it hurt because they would they would shake when they said that. But it means to be set apart, to be to be get, to do to be given everything you have to it. And and so I think that's one reason Pittsburgh Steelers and, and people could take this the wrong way, but I think that's one reason people Pittsburgh is such a popular football team because the players. We're not the Dallas Cowboys. We're not trying to fool anybody. We're a blue-collar team, and we want to go out, and we want to play football very, very hard. That's John Kolb talking about Tunchilgen. John, stay with us. We'll be right back. You take steps to stay healthy when at the pharmacy picking up vitamins or filling a prescription. May I help you? Take another healthy step right now and ask the pharmacist how Prevnar 13 can help protect you from pneumococcal pneumonia, a potentially serious bacterial lung disease. If you're 65 or older, a trip to the pharmacy is a lot more pleasant than a trip to the hospital because of pneumococcal pneumonia. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13-valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. 
Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Stop by the pharmacy today and ask about Prevnar 13. Learn more at Prevnar13.com. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop these fabulous slippers. They're designed to wear indoor or outdoor all day long. Made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 50% off his new my slippers. The my slippers are so comfortable, you want to get some for the whole family. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. That's 800-391-0954. Check it out online. MyPillow.com for the brand new MySlippers offering 50% off now. Danny Gokey is bringing the Stand in Faith Tour to your city with special guest Colton Dixon. Don't miss out on this fun night. Join Danny Gokey in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the Bible Chapel on Friday, October 22nd. That's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on October 22nd. Tickets are on sale now and going fast, so don't wait. Get more information at TransparentProductions.com. To be or not to be? If that's your pest question, get the help you need at BoozBugStoppers.com. Booze respects bees until they become a stinging problem for homeowners. Boo and his Bug Stoppers team can safely remove wasps, hornets, carpenter, and ground bees with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Get a free quote today. When it comes to getting the buzz on bees, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Just wrapping up uh, an hour talking about our friend Tunjokin with uh, John Kolb, who played for the Steelers for a long time, won four Super Bowls, and was uh, a staunch companion of Tunch's for so long. John, I just wanted to bring you on the air to say thank you for just sharing your heart over the last hour. I just can't tell you how much I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. I, I always enjoy visiting with you, talking with you, and what a great topic to talk about our friend Tunch. We'll be talking about him for a long time. We sure will. And, uh, John, I also want to say that it's just it's interesting how you and I both sitting in the same room at the same funeral came away inspired. I mean, a lot of people go to funerals and it's the worst day of their life and they can't wait to go do something else. You know, you know, go listen to music or watch Netflix so they can forget about it. And you and I ended up at that service and we haven't been able to leave it behind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I keep seeing this picture of this mountain and this volcano of Tunch and Ocean Christ. And the opposite of that is how long, if you don't know Jesus, how long you want to lay in that hole? And we don't have to lay there. That's the good news. And that's what that First Corinthians 15 says. We don't have to lay in that hole. Uh, we can come out of it with Jesus returning. And uh, uh, there was one grave that 
next it was uh, the guy was buried in 1880 um, and that's just that's just a dot of eternity you know he's coming out of that hole that was awesome I love it John I love you thanks so much for being here today (laughs) me too the best absolute best Super Sealer John Cole thanks for being with us this hour join me tonight at the uh, Joe Sweeney event at Christchurch at Grove Farm. Doors open at 6 o'clock. Hope to see you there. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.